Hello guys, welcome back to the Faith Seed. I am so happy to have you guys back with me this week. Um, we are going to be talking about the fruits of the spirit and this week we're going to be discussing joy. We're going to be talking about what God word has to say about joy and, and what joy is and and just all that the word has to say about it. Um, like last week, the Bible has a lot to say about joy, but I won't be able to speak about everything, but I will be um, talking about some key points um, that I found in scripture that I think will be really good to discuss about when it comes to joy. Now, we do understand that the fruits of the spirit comes from Christ. When we have accepted him as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and he died on that cross and he gave us his Holy Spirit, these fruits came in the spirit. We already have it. But just like any other vegetable or fruit that's planted, it has to grow. It has to be cultivated. It has to be watered, sunlight. It has to be given time to grow. So just like us as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit. We have these fruits but we have to allow these things to grow in us. So with us talking about joy this week, um, we're just going to discuss and see what the word of God has to say about joy and ways that maybe we can, you know, look at our own life and see where we can grow joy in our life and see ways that we can, you know, just really receive what God has for us because we already have it. It's in the spirit. We just have to allow God to, let that thing grow in us. You know what I mean? Do, do that work in us. So we're going to discuss some things. Now, I do want to share with you guys what I read in my Bible dictionary about what it says about joy. Now, check this out. It says, joy, a positive attitude or pleasant emotion, delight. Joy rises above circumstances and focuses on the character of God. Now I'm going to pause right there because that one thing that stuck out to me the most, I'm not sure if it stuck out to you guys, but when it says focuses on the character of God, focusing on God and who he is, help us have joy because we understand that he's in control, right? That regardless of what's going on in our life, God is in control, and knowing who he is and his character and how much he love on us and how about he care about what's best for us, there's no, there's no other way to feel but joy because we know who he is, right? And it says, God's acts are the cause of rejoicing. Now check this out. The joy required of the righteous person, which is us, is produced by the spirit of God. This feeling, this joy that we have comes from God. It's produced by God. That Holy Spirit that we get from Jesus Christ when we accepted him, it it already has produced that fruit joy. It, it already has it already in it, in the, in the spirit. It's already in there. It's already produced. And it said, this kind of joy looks beyond the present of our future. I'm sorry, this, this kind of joy looks beyond the present. 
joy will help will cause you to not look at what what's going on right now. I'm not going to be paying attention to my circumstances and and my trials and my struggles right now. I'm going to do what? I'm going to look to our future salvation and to our sovereign God. I'm not going to be focusing on what I'm going through, but I'm going to be focusing on what what's in the future, that salvation that I have for God, knowing that this, what I'm going through is not eternal. This, what I'm going through is not forever. I have the right to be joyful because I know who my heavenly father is in the midst of this trouble. I have the right to be, to have some delight and have a positive and pleasant attitude because I know who my God is. I know who my father is. I know what he promised me. I know who he is in my life. I know God's character and he just want the best for me. So this is what, this, what I'm going through right now is not forever because I have something in the future that I have to look forward to. Right. It said, God, who works out all things for our ultimate good at the end. He just wants the best for us. He wants the best for us. And that's something to be joyful and happy about because we know the character of God does not want anything negative for us, even though we might see it in that way because we're human and we can only see it for from that point if we're looking at it in a human standpoint. But if we look at it spiritually, Right. If we use our Holy Spirit and allow us to know that, okay, yeah, I see my circumstances, but if I look at it in a spiritual way, I know that my heavenly father wants what's best for me. I know he's going to work everything out for my good ultimately. So why even allow the enemy to come in and steal my joy? Right. Okay. Let's move forward. Let's, and I want you guys to take that as a note. We always have to make sure we looking at things in the spirit. We always have to make sure we're looking at things in the spiritual spiritual realm, because if we are looking at things in a fleshy way, in a human way, we won't have any joy. We'll be stuck paying attention to our circumstances and not paying attention to the character of God and, and who is actually in control. Right. And I'm going to read on. It says. Which is Christ likeness. That's the ultimate good. That's the ultimate good that God has for us is to be more like Christ, to be more like his son, because that's what pleases him. It's his son, that sacrifice, that shed blood. That's what pleases God. Because why? Because that is what covers our sins. And sin is what divides us from the father, from God. So that pleases him. That pleases the father. And it says, This kind of joy is distinct from mere happiness. Joy and happiness is not the same because happiness is dictated on my circumstances. If something bad happens, I'm no longer happy anymore. My emotions has changed because of my circumstances of what's going on. My happiness is up and down, right? But joy, joy like this, a Christ-like joy, a spiritual joy, it is possible Even in the midst of sorrow, even in the midst of sorrow, we can have a spiritual joy. We can have actual joy because of who the father is, because of who God is and who, what his character says and all those good things that he promised us and knowing all that he want for us. We can actually have joy in the midst of trouble, in the midst of sorrow, because we know who our father is. We know who we are in Christ and we know that pleases God. 
So that gives us a sense of joy because we know who we are. We're not looking at our circumstances. We're not looking at what's going on around us. We're focusing on the father, right? I thought that was so good. I had to share that with you guys, but I'm going to get to the scriptures that I was able to find that really speaks about joy as well. Um, And I wanted to share that with you guys. And I'm first going to be coming from James chapter one. I'm going to come from James chapter one, and I'm going to read verse two through four. James chapter one. And like I said, and I'm going to keep saying, and I'm going to keep repeating it to you guys, get you a paper and a pen, write these scriptures down for yourself. So you can read these on your own accord. So you can allow the the Lord to really work in your heart and in your spirit, because he might give you something that he's not given me. And I'm here and I'm open to hear whatever it is you guys have to say. I'm here to learn as well. I'm here to learn as well. So I do, I I motivate you guys to write these scriptures down, read them on your own, allow the Lord to work in you and and download something in in your heart and your spirit and share it, share it. That's how we grow this word of God and just sharing it, sharing it with one another, because we never know what God is going to do for you that he's not doing for me. Cause we all have our own individual walk. Sorry to get off topic, but Hey, I'm letting the, letting the spirit move. But, uh, James chapter one, verse two and four. And it says my brother. Now, like I said, when anytime you see brother, sister, you know, that's talking about us, the Christians, those who are in Christ, it said, my brother count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Now I'm going to stop right there because that already is not normal. That right there, that, that one verse is not normal because it's telling us to count it as joy, to mark that thing as joy. When we go through various trials, trials is not good. Trials don't feel good. Trials is a, is a hard time is a struggle. And the word is telling us to count that thing as joy. Look at it in a joyful way. Mark that off as joy when you go through various trials. So that already tells me that the ways of God is not going to be like our ways. And that is scriptural as well. well. God does not want us to look at things the way we usually will look at things in our human standpoint. He wants us to look at things spiritually. He said, count that thing as joy when you go through various trials. Why? It says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. So that's telling me when we are tested by various trials, God is testing our faith to produce patience. Now, patience is another fruit of the spirit, and we are going to discuss that later down the line. But it's very important that we really unpack these scriptures. That's how we learn. And that's how things are able to stick. You know what I mean? But we got to look at this thing as joy when we go through various trials, because God is doing a work on our faith. We have to trust that God, that faith is, is believing that God is telling the truth, that he is doing the right thing, that we, even though I can't see it, I know that he's going to do what's right for me because I have faith and I believe. And that, and that testing of our faith, that's going to produce patience. 
Other, some scriptures might say long suffering. I'm going to be able to endure some things. He wants us to be able to endure some things. He's doing a work. It's a work in us that he's doing when we go through various trials and he wants us to be joyful in it because through those trials, guess what? He's working. He's working, right? And it says, but let patience, right? That patience that come out of that testing of our faith, let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing lacking nothing that patience that comes out of that testing of our faith that we're going to be joyful about we got to let it do we got to we got to let that patience be complete because once that patience be complete and we're actually in a place of where okay I'm I have faith and I'm trusting you God and I'm going to wait and I'm going to endure some things and at the end of that you know what we're going to come out perfect and complete we're going to be lacking nothing we're going to have everything we need for whatever it is that he is testing us for, right? We're going to have exactly what we need for whenever we're done, whenever he's done testing our faith. But we have to remember through that, we have to find a way to have some joy. And that joy only comes through faith and trusting God that he got it. He got it. He got it. And if we're human, we're human, right? So of course that's not going to be easy, but we have to make sure we're doing things in the spirit. We cannot always focus on our human standpoint because our human nature is not going to lead us in the right direction. We have to allow the, the, our Holy spirit to lead us. Cause that's the only way God is going to work. He's not, he's not going to, he's working in our body, but it's all through the spirit. He don't want nothing to do with this flesh. This flesh can't please him. He's working through us in our, our spirit, but our body reap the benefit. If that makes sense. And we have to allow him to do that. We have to allow God to do that. And it's only going to be through the spirit. And if you find yourself struggling, pray, Prayer is going to be your best friend because that's the way we communicate with God. That is the way we communicate with God is through prayer. And if you find yourself struggling with allowing yourself to walk in the spirit, be open and transparent because he knows he just wants you to confess out of your mouth. God, I don't, I'm having trouble. I'm struggling with walking in the spirit. I don't even know what that looks like. Be honest. I don't even know what that looks like. I don't know what that feel like. I don't, I don't know how to do that. Show me how to walk in the spirit. And he will lead you and guide you in that way. But you have to be transparent. You have to be open. You have to be honest because that's what he's on. That's the only way to worship God in truth and in spirit. That's the only way. Truth and in spirit. That's the only way. I'm going to move on to a uh, verse. Let me see what I have here in my notes. Uh, Psalms uh, 35. We're going to go to Psalms 35. And uh, this next verse, it reads. For his anger is but for a moment. Now, I do want to let you guys know I'm reading from the uh, New King James Version. 
uh, is going to be a change. I usually come from the New Living Translation because I just I think that it's just so simple and sweet. But I have noticed that there are some significant changes. Well, not changes. I'm sorry, but differences between these two. And I like that the New King James Version is a lot closer to the King James the the King James Version. Um, so I'm I'm just going to come from that. Um, and it reads. I'm sorry. It reads. Um, verse uh, chapter 30 Psalms chapter 30 verse 5 and it says for his anger is but for a moment his favor is for life weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning now I know that kind of ring a bell because they've made songs they've written poems you know that joy comes in the morning but trouble lasts always I, I know you guys know um don't last always. I know you guys done heard that before, but, um, that's where they get that from. And I thought that was really good because this is basically speaking about, you know, for one, the joy that we can have that God does not stay angry with us. It's only for a moment. You know, he love us so much that he don't, he's not here to be angry and point his finger at us. He want us to come to repentance in him. He wants us to change our ways. He's not here to just be angry and, and, and point his finger at us and just to be mad. He's, he, he's not like that. Now God does have a wrath, you know, he does get angry, but it doesn't last because he loves us so much and he wants us to get it right. And it said his favor, his favor is for life. That's something else that can bring you joy as well, because knowing that the favor of God that we do not deserve it's for life. It's for life. It, it doesn't run out. It doesn't have an end. Long as we have life, we have God's favor. That's something to be joyful about, right? And it said, weeping may endure for a night, but what? But joy comes in the morning. That's something we can look forward to. Joy is something we can look forward to because of who our father is because of who God is and what he want for us and him wanting the best for us and knowing his character, right? Just going back to the beginning, we can have joy in the midst of all that. We can have joy in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our trials, whatever we're going through, you know, crying all night, whatever the case, our baby's sick, the marriage is struggling, you know, bills not able to get paid, but in the morning, you know what? I can have some joy because I know who my father is. I know what God said and I know he want the best for me. So you know what? I have joy that I can stand on. I have that fruit. I have that spirit of joy because I know who he is. It's good. It's good. Next verse. And this is going to be my final, um, that I thought would be a really good one to end on, which is going to be Psalms. 1611 Psalm 1611 and uh, I don't know it's just it's something about um no cuz it's it's convicting to myself because um and I'm sure there's other people that feel it as well that when we are going through whatever it is we're going through it's so hard not to look at that situation because we're just so human. It's so 
hard and I'm just being, I'm just being transparent. I'm being, I'm being completely open. It's so hard not to look at that thing right in the face and say, this is what I'm going through and not allow it to do what it do best. And that's still your joy and your happiness and your peace. And you're all over the place mentally trying to figure out how I'm going to fix it. What I'm going to do about this, that, or the other. But knowing that we, we actually have the authority in Christ to look at that situation and smile and actually have a, a joy and, and happiness, true happiness, a Christ-like happiness, to have that joy in the midst of that situation, knowing that we have the authority to do that is it does something to you because it's like, there's no need to feel that way. We don't have to feel distraught or upset about a certain situation because we have a heavenly father that is in control of all things. He have the universe in his hand. There's no situation that we can go through that we can't go through with a smile on our face, knowing that, you know what? My heavenly father wants the best for me. And he's going to make sure I have the best. So you know what? I'm not going to look at my circumstances. I'm not going to look at this situation because it's not actually what it is. The enemy wants me to look at it a certain way because he wants to kill, steal, and destroy my happiness. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy whatever piece of joy that I might have. But I'm not going to give him the satisfaction because I know who my father is. And I know who I am in Christ. And I'm going to have joy. You know, that it just, it does something to me and it's convicting because we don't, we don't walk in the spirit. We don't look at things spiritually. We so busy looking at things, excuse me, in a fleshy way. And it steals, it steals those fruits. It's like the enemy snatches our basket. He snatches our basket right out of our hand. We got a basket full of fruit in our hand and he comes along and he snatched that thing right out of our hand. And we just sitting there looking like, well, I don't know what to do now. I don't have no more fruit now. When we, we have authority in Christ, he don't even have the authority to come up to us and take our basket to take our fruit because of who our father is. But we allow him. Because we want to look at things in a human, in a human way, instead of looking at things spiritually, knowing who our father is, knowing the authority that we have in Christ, only in Christ. I'm going to come from Psalms uh, 16, 11. And this scripture reads, you will show me the path of life. You will show me the path of life. And when I read that, that led me to John 10, 10. That led me to John 10, 10. And I'm going to read to you guys what John 10, 10 says. I got to get there. Just give me a minute. John 10, 10 reads the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. We know who the thief is, the enemy, whoever that may be in your life. 
because he have little demons that like to replicate who he is and do his work. But at the end of the day, he's the ringleader. And that's all he wants is to steal, kill and destroy anything that God give us. He wants to take it. He want to destroy it. He want to kill it. But Christ, he said, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. That's who Christ is to us. That's who Jesus is to us. He give us life, actual true life, actual true life, real life. Not this little earthly thing that we think we're doing, you know, that we think we're living. We having such a good time and fun, fun, fun. Where No, true life, spiritual life, where there's actual real joy, real love, real peace, real patience, true kindness, faithfulness, self-control, all those good things, gentleness. He give us real true life. And not only do he give us life, he give it to us more abundantly. Overflowing more that we can more than we can handle more that we can carry. Abund- abundance. More than we expected. That's what he want to give us. He's not like the enemy that want to take and and tear things up and destroy things. No, he want to give us life and life more abundantly. The rest of the scripture reads in your presence is fullness of joy in the presence of the Lord. And in our in our in God's presence, when we're in his presence, we can have the fullness of joy, complete not lacking for nothing. The joy that we can have when we are in God's presence is fullness, complete joy. Complete. How do we get in his presence? In his word. Prayer. Fasting. But his, the number one way I, I really feel like, and, I, and my spiritual mom said all the time, when you get in that word, it's like you, I'm telling you, when you're getting in the word of God, it's as if you, you and him is just sitting in a table to, at a table together, just having dinner. It's like you are sitting at the table. And my spiritual mom always say that the best way, you know, is, is through his word. And I can see that because the, the word is him. He is his word. So you want to you want to get get in his presence and 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 have a connection and learn who God get in the word. And of course, also prayer, because that's that's the way y'all communicate. And fasting, that's just the way of saying, you know what, I'm willing to put down my flesh to have a, a little more spiritual connection. I want to put my flesh down and I want to build up the spirit man. Fasting is the perfect way to do that. And to read on, it says at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. God has a, a, 
a plethora, an overflowing, an abundance of pleasures, of happiness, of good things for us. That's not only not only forever, but it's forevermore. It's for eternity. It's past. It's it's past forever. It's past forever. You see forever, go past that and he still have pleasures for us, right? He still have more good things for us. And I don't know about you, if that don't give you joy, just knowing some of the things that we just kind of spoken about and I just shared with you guys, if that don't give you a joy and knowing that you're connected to that, knowing that I have Christ in me, the thing that get brings God joy, that, that, that sacrifice and I have his spirit living in me. So that makes me, I get it. I, I, I have an inheritance of this. I'm, I'm connected. I'm, I'm a child of God. I'm connected to him because I have Christ as my Lord and savior. So that means all these good things that God have, I, I have the right to, I have the right to these things that, that right hand of all those fullness of, of, of that handful of pleasure, pleasures. I have the right to, and I do apologize if you're hearing any background noise, um, but this mic, it picks up, it picks up a pin drop, but I have right to that because I'm connected to Christ because I have accepted Christ as my Lord and savior. I have a right to all those things, those good things that God have for me. That alone should be enough to bring you some joy. And I pray and I hope that you guys got whatever the Lord have for you to get out of this. I pray and hope that you guys leave with just thinking about, you know, just life and and what joy means to you and how you can allow God to do that work in you and to build up your joy. Because once again, it's, it's like a seed. We have to allow it to grow. We have to allow God to do that work in us. So just really think about what joy mean to you and how ways that you can just open yourself up to God and allow him to do that work in you. And I pray that, um, you guys come back with me next week. Um, because we will be discussing, I believe we'll be discussing peace, uh, next week. Um, which is also another one of the fruits of the spirit. And we're just going to see what we're, what God's word have to say about peace you know, and I hope you guys come back with me. Thank you so much with being with me this go around. Um, I, I'm just really enjoying myself and I'm allowing God to just, to just work this thing out. So I hope you guys be back with me next uh, week. You guys have an awesome, awesome day. Um, and until next time.